Hello, I'm Scott Sashman. I'm Evan Novi Williams. And I'm Michael Barr, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast, where we, we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. I need your help, Scott. Okay. I can't smooth anything over now, with Kim. Well, now see, that's that's you go on a Twitter. Point. You go to your Twitter guy. Yes, who to yes. Know. Uh, we had a friend of the of the show who didn't know how it ended with the. Uh, by the way, in case of the backstory, real quick, went to Hershey Park, brought back a box of chocolate Hershey bars for everybody. And, Not everybody. Uh, that's well, the problem. Well, it wasn't everybody. I, I hand. I went into the box and I gave two for you, and I gave one to Evan. Right. Uh, and. That's where it went off the right, rails. Right, knowing that there's my wife and my son. So My son enjoyed his, Kim not happy with you. When I realized my egregious error, I brought in You didn't realize it, it was told to you. Well, yeah, you You never me. realized it. Well, that's, that's you part realized of the problem. It, that was the thing. When I hit you over the head with it. Well, and then I but you wanted to know, is all well, is all, is all, is all good Wait. between you and Kim? Yes. No. <laughs> two, of the, two of the makeup bars didn't, didn't work. Even though you all ate it. No, not yet. They're still sitting in the refrigerator. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, a lot of junk okay. in the house. All right. I'm sorry. Kim, I got to make it up to you. I- I'll bring money. Uh, today, we begin with a deal. All Speaking well. of money. <laughs> All is well. <laughs> <laughs> Between the NFL and Jay-Z. Yeah, we don't know how much money, but in a, in a partnership that I'm not sure any of us would have predicted since Jay-Z and his music has said, I don't need the NFL, they need me. I guess he was right, because they're hooking up, they're giving Rock Nation, which is Jay-Z's company, of course, a say over the NFL's entertainment, including the the biggie, the halftime show with the Super Bowl, right? And Rock Nation and Jay-Z will also have a say uh, in terms of social matters. Uh, We all know the NFL has taken some hits here with Colin Kaepernick still unemployed. Got to figure that... Uh, Jay-Z can help in that regard, even just the association with Jay-Z. And one of the Rock Nation players, of course, is Saquon Barkley of the Giants, one of the bright faces and voices in the league. So makes sense from all fronts, but I still do believe that Jay-Z was right at the start when he said, I don't need them, but they need me. Yeah, I mean, you know what else he raps a lot about more than that? Money. Money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I assume he's getting compensated fairly well here. Uh, but you're right. Yeah, I think that this is a partnership that that, that serves the NFL very well, right? It, it realized that it had not done, uh, I, I think, a good enough job pushing its own social change initiatives, ones that popped up in the aftermath of Eric Reed and, and Colin Kaepernick uh, and their kneeling uh, and, and, and aligning themselves with Jay-Z, who has been a vocal critic of the NFL multiple times, I think is probably a, a smart move, right? It, it will help them, at least on, on, on the face, appear to be you know, t- trying to, to sincerely uh, make decisions with its money and also with its, with its social clout uh, th- that are advancing the conversation. Does any of it ring true, or is it all hollow until Colin Kaepernick has a job? Because objectively, and again, I am no NFL general manager. I know he hasn't played in a while. But it seems like objectively, as the president of the United States said, he should have a job if he's I mean, good enough. If he's good enough, he should have a job. Colin Kaepernick is not going to play in the NFL again. No I, mean, I think I think everybody has has accepted that. So yeah, I think this not is, Colin. He put out his video last week or this earlier this week saying I'm still waiting. Who knows if Colin has has accepted that? But I, I think this is the NFL essentially trying to turn the page. Right, a, a multi-year good partnership luck. with Jay Z, aligning themselves with with, with him. You know, looking towards the future when 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 maybe you know the 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 sting of Colin 
not working ever again in the NFL after that season uh, has maybe has, dissipated. Has a the bit. halftime show lost some of its luster? Because we have artists who have said no. We have, have artists who have demanded payment. The NFL has said no. There is certainly a sales bump. You, you see the downloads. There's certainly a, a good business move to perform during the halftime it's show. It's the most watched right. concert of the year. And yet people are, saying, in, but people are saying no and they want to get paid to do it. Yeah, I mean, I think. And I think the NFL knows this, that a lot of people have been saying no for reasons outside of the fact that they have to pay to do it and reasons outside of the fact that, you know, there's anger in a lot of communities based towards the NFL. And a lot of artists have not wanted to take on the the challenge of of, of dealing with that while performing. So let's just play for fun here. Yeah. Who is the ideal person, band, whatever, to perform at the next Super Bowl? The next Super Bowl is where? Does it matter where? I oh, I think it Bowl. definitely matters. Where's where the Super Bowl coming up? Uh, I, I forgot. I mean, if, if they had been Tampa, able, I don't know, getting matter. both outcast members in Atlanta, for example, would have been, you know, would have been a slam dunk. But, I, I think it matters but, but, geographically. See, a bit I don't as know well. if that's true because this is about this is a global event. This is about the again, it's about the scale of the TV audience. The halftime show is about the TV audience. Who cares that the, the number of people in that town? Okay, so look, your dream is Beyonce and Jay Z, right? <laughs> and, and I know Taylor that Swift. That, no, Beyonce and Jay Z, I think, is the dream. You think Beyonce and Jay Z yeah, is the dream? So yeah. that that should be easy to make happen now. Now, if uh, if you're the well, NFL. it was reported that there's nothing in this contract that makes that says Jay Z has to do the right. show. Right. Um, I am also curious. So, Rock Nation, as you mentioned, with Saquon Barkley, uh, has an agent division. Right. They represent a number of NFL players. Um, there seems like there's two potential conflicts of interest here. One being, you know, the the NFL is is signing what is probably a, a pretty decent sized partnership. With a company that is also representing, you know, if and and two, if I was representing an artist, you know, Rock Nation also represents a number of artists, Rihanna being one of them. Uh, If I work, if this was a deal with CAA for booking the halftime show, if you worked at Rock Nation, wouldn't you be, you know, wouldn't you be a little perturbed that this is happening? I mean, it seems like there there are some conflicts of interest, maybe both on the athlete representation side and on the musical representation. You ready for this one, Bar? Yes. We're going to say there's a lot under the Rock Nation umbrella. Ella, Ella. No. No good? No good? No. No good. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my signal how I want you to move on. <laughs> yes, we will do that. Uh, anyway, uh, where is it now? I'm looking at that. Atlanta will host the Super Bowl. They held it in 2019, and then Miami will get the event uh, for the 2020s. J-Lo. There's your push, J-Lo. Los J-Lo? Angeles in 2021. Yeah. Really? J-Lo? Okay. Has she done it before? She might have done it before, uh, but yeah. I bet you J Lo is, is you know, high, high thing, on the want list. The funny, the funny thing is, like when I went to, I don't know, I had been to like sixteen of the last twenty Super, whatever it was. I, I, I can't remember the <laughs> halftime shows. Ooh. Uh, I remember Springsteen. I saw the Lady Gaga of, one. I I re- but I remember Springsteen because, as part of the the give and take, the week before the game, they always bring the the artists in. I remember he was like, "Yeah, I'm not a big football fan." <laughs> I was like, "That was such an odd thing for him to say in this venue." I'm not gonna lie. I remember the Janet Jackson Super Bowl. Oh well, halftime. for yeah, yeah, well, for a different reason. Because well, I couldn't all, believe what I saw. Just the controversy of it all. Yeah. Well, yes. But we'll leave it at that. The silliness. Up, yeah. up next, uh, let's talk about. Uh, we have a potential unfair labor practice complaint levied at the CEO of Barstool Sports. And this one is pretty serious. Well, I don't know if it's serious or not. <laughs> we'll find out if it's serious or not. But yeah, Dave Portnoy, the the founder of Barstool, was on Twitter yesterday. And apparently there's a unionization effort going on there, as there are many digital media properties. And 
I, I guess he on Twitter threatened anyone who was talking to some of the journalists who were asking about it, or if you call this lawyer, I, you're, I'll fire you and I'll sue you. Um, and the uh, the ACLU was pretty quick to chime in on Twitter, saying, "Hey, attention, NLRB! Like this is illegal. You can't do this." Yeah, I, th- I think the controversy started essentially because the Ringer, you know, Bill Simmons' yeah. former company, they're pushing to unionize, and I don't even know if there's even a push at Barstool, but but. Portnoy has been, you know, vocal in the past about uh, about his anti-union stance. Yeah. In 2015, when when Gawker Media was going through this process, he, you know, was was very vocal, and you should read what he what he wrote about it back then. Uh, so this is not a new position, uh, but yes, as you said, it's illegal for a boss to interfere with union efforts. It's illegal to AOC just discourage. That, that's, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, she, it's illegal to discourage yeah. workers from doing it. So you know, he may have been joking, and this is. Very on brand for Dave Portnoy. Yeah, he's getting everybody all stirring up. the pot, yeah, creating sure. an us versus but them. Did you, bravado. By the way, have you seen there the uh, the shop there on Barstool already? No, Portnoy's already face with a Union Buster label. <laughs> So I mean, all in all of two minutes. Yeah, and, and 20, this I think is, twenty-eight bucks. This is, I mean, uh, obviously unions are a hot political topic. Uh, it's it's certainly a sensitive issue in journalism right now. You know, if you remember a couple years ago, Gothamist and DNA Info. Ricketts shut those down the moment they had a vote to unionize. I'm sh- I know it's sensitive, obviously, in other industries as well. But, you know, the, this is a topic that, 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 that has been, you know, a sore spot for journalists. You know, BuzzFeed and Vox are going through or have been going through this process. Important to remember, year. though, in the bigger, I mean, Dave, used to, he was the founder, but he did sell the company. He does not have controlling stake. This is on Peter Chernin now. This is the Chernin Group. Well, sure, yeah, but he he obviously has some say in personnel decisions. Oh, sure, and but, if he but doesn't, the he, owner of the company is not Peter Chernin in the churning. And Dave Portnoy loves to go on Twitter and say, "I fired this person for X reason, right? This person did this, and I fired them, right?" So whether he has final say or not, he certainly gives the appearance that he does. Yes. Um, and I'm if I from if I worked at Barstool, I might not understand the difference between. Dave Portnoy having the authority and not having the authority to fire me, or Peter Chernin being the one that, that, that the eventually d- makes that if, the, if at the end of the day, everyone, anyone is going to search for deep pockets, and I don't think Dave Portnoy is looking to scratch nickels together, but I am <laughs> saying not. that the Chernin group is the deep pocket here. Yeah. Well, let me, let me on Twitter, because they have gone at it, AOC, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and Mr. Portnoy. Uh, AOC tweeted, if you're a boss tweeting firing threats to employees trying to unionize, you are likely breaking the law and can be sued, in your own words, on the spot. I can't wait to hear uh, Barr get to the Thunderdome. And yeah, this, is, this is the Portnoy part. Hey, at AOC, welcome to the Thunderdome. Debate me. Yeah, this is exactly That's what, I've been exactly Very what the stoolies want. I, I did see people mentioning, and I think it is fairly interesting, uh, bar, bar stools, one of their main slogans is Saturday is for the boys. Uh, and someone pointed out that the reason we have Saturdays as a leisure day is because of unions in the first place. I thought yeah. that was interesting. Yeah, but let, let's also talk about it. You just referenced stoolies. That's what Barstool fans are known as. Yeah. They, they're called stoolies. Dave, Dave's fans are known as the stoolies. He'll often call out his stoolies to chime in on topics. Finally. Let's talk about an ownership change at one major league soccer franchise, and it involves a quarterback. Yeah, it's a limited partnership, but still, if you are the Seattle Sounders and they draw some 40,000 fans a game, there are some teams in the big leagues that would be very happy to have the Atlanta and the Seattle uh, uh, attendance uh, show up. Um, But Mr. Russell Wilson, his wife, Ciara, Satya Nadella, CEO of Microsoft, also in. 
What happened here was a group based from Calif- based out of California was trying to take a chunk of the team that would have given them control. And the local guys, uh, Adrian Hanauer, Joe Roth, they, they would rather keep it in Seattle. So they did some reaching out. And they, it, the end was this formation of this local rock star group. So they're buying in. It stays local. It stays Seattle. Um, it just brings MLS some more sizzle. And Mac- I should also add that uh, hip hop artist Macklemore is Macklemore. also involved. Yeah, in this yeah. Too. yeah, one of the more famous pop culture Seattleites out there. Um, we, we've seen, you know, in the past, you know, a lot of MLS teams have these kind of celebrity ownership, smaller stakes. LAFC is packed full of them. Well, Drew Carey we, is in Seattle, by the way. We just saw. Um, James Harden invest in the team in, in Houston. This feels like it's a, a trend now, right? MLS it's a ownership. To, it's a way to get into ownership and learn inside. and poke. And yeah, as I, I did a story years ago, I think I told you guys on who are these people that buy one or two percent of a team and why do they do it? For some, it was the ego play. For some, it was the perks of getting to go to the locker room once or twice. Some, it was they could offer something in their core business, like if you had to seal a deal. Uh, how about doing it on the 50-yard line at, at AT&T Stadium? That's not something somebody else could do. Peter Kors bought into the Rockies because he wanted the naming rights and the pouring rights in Colorado. That so they, they were, <laughs> yeah. And some also just wanted to learn the business as an LP, a limited partner, rather than have all the risk, and then say, yes, this is something I enjoyed. I am now ready to move on to a managing general partner role yeah. in some some other league or that league, whatever it may be. So not everybody's motivation is the same, sure. and we don't know why all these folks are doing it, but those are some of the reasons they do. And look at Jay-Z, to tie this back to the conversation the we Nets. started at the top yeah. of this. Yeah, he had a very small stake in the Nets. He obviously learned a bit about how this business worked, parlayed that into launching his own firm, sold his stake in the Nets, and now you know he's, he's, he's doing bigger things. So, he got to so flex his creativity. It was exactly. the black and white color scheme. The, the, whole, the whole marketing plan of the Nets was, was conceived by Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast. I'm Michael. Please, Kim. I'm sorry. Chocolate Bar along with Scott Sosnick and Evan Novi williams I'd like to give a big round of applause to my band, Sexual Chocolate. See how that is? Uh, Yeah, a little coming to America. Sexual Chocolate. What? That's your new nickname, buddy. Milk Chocolate Bar. Sexual Chocolate! Is it my turn to say that we're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday exploring the world money and sports? You can join us again at the end of the week. And we have a good interview uh, for for Thursday. It's Milk Chocolate Bar! Steve Rabb, the president of SNY, his his network hosts the uh, the the red hot New York Mets. Oh, we you know what we we to get now you need your own theme music. Mm-hmm. Soul soul trip. Nope. This is no chocolate bar. You should host your own show. It's midnight, cats. Cats. Hey, cats. Oh man. It's midnight. Come on, what is this? 1958, man. What? Dude, you're you're gonna say that? You oh, give I'm me sorry. 1958 yeah. references all the time, I and all of a sudden you say, like, "What is this? 1958?" <laughs> he embraces <laughs> it and then he pushes it away. Oh, cats, man. I just thought you were talking about the, the, the musical. Man. Uh, you're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world <laughs> and online where you get your podcasts.